My name is Logan Weber, and I am your host for Showcase at the Smith, presented to you by the Edward C. Smith Civic Center here in Lexington, North Carolina. We've had many wonderful patrons, artists, and organizations over the years here, and our goal with this podcast is to showcase who these people are, what they did to get there, and what advice do they have to offer to people also trying to pursue artistic careers. So we ask you here at the Smith to sit back and relax. Enjoy our interviews with these North Carolinians and people a little farther away. These interviews are being socially distanced, so audio quality may vary depending upon where people are. So we appreciate your understanding. I am with Meredith Worley. Hey, Meredith. Hi, good morning. Good Good morning. We are back and socially distanced, ready to have another interview about cross-movement dance ministry today. So we here at The Smith host a lot of different dance companies throughout our time. And especially in the summers, we have a lot of different dance groups that come in here. You guys have been very consistent with us for years, and I've been very fortunate because I've gotten to use you guys Mm -hmm. um, at least two times when we did a mall and the night visitors here, which was very, very exciting. So again, our program is based off of these five questions that we have for you, Meredith. So I'll start off with the first one here. And who is Cross Movement Dance Ministries? Well, first, thank you for asking me to be a part of this. It's very exciting. I love uh, being able to just share about the arts and specifically in our community. So this is wonderful. Um, Cross Movement began 22 years ago, actually, um, in a very humble beginning um, at the uh, American Children's Home. We were on the third floor of the American Children's Home. I had um, gotten married located uh, to live here in Lexington and decided that this was the route I wanted to go. And so uh, my husband and I were, he was the chaplain at the American Children's Home at the time. And so because of that connection, they allowed us to use the third floor um, of their, one of their buildings to start. And so with about 15 students, um, 22 years ago, we started there. And the Lord just had opened up different opportunities for different venues, and it progressed and evolved. And now there's you know well over 200 kids that are involved, and we are at two different locations here in Lexington. We've got a location uptown, um, which is at Cornerstone Church, which is my my church, and then also at Tyra Methodist, which is in the western part of the county. And so it's it's been a fun ride to see the growth. Um, and how that's happened, some days I step back and think, I don't know, because I know who I am. <laughs> and, and I know uh, my weaknesses and things, so I, I definitely see God's hand in just blessing this ministry. But, um, yeah, so 22 years ago, and, and gracious, I've learned so much and grown as a, as a person, but as a dancer, as a director, and learned lots of things of maybe this works, this definitely doesn't work. Um, here are some things that could help improve but yeah, yeah so it started off that way so then you're not from Lexington now. I'm not no my husband is from Lexington so I was I married into Lexington so, uh-huh. <laughs> so I, I we you know felt as an outsider so to speak in some ways but gracious it is my home and I love Lexington I love seeing um, the opportunities that things like the Smith afford our community mm-hmm. and it's been fun to see that progression over the last 20 years 
So was your background then in dance prior to starting Cross Movement? Yes, it sure was. Um, I graduated from UNC Charlotte with a degree in dance education. And so my degree is to teach in public schools. And actually I'll be teaching, this is a little side note, but um, at Lexington High School this year they're offering dance um, really? for the first time. And so I am thrilled about that. That could be another oh, <laughs> talk that, later. That is, <laughs> um, that is dance education is, is my background, but I've always been a part of um, dance and other venues as well, as far as choreographing for musicals and um, competition dance and things. But um, as I grew older, um, two things that are very passionate for me, dance and then my faith, um, were able to marry, so to speak, and combine. And so that was just a joy for me because um, I didn't really think those two things could coexist for a long time, honestly. I only had a box of what dance looked like and then my faith and what that looked like. And so to be able to take dance as the most beautiful art form in my in my world um, and to be able to express my love for Jesus and to share the the good news of his story um, through the arts has been just a privilege for me um, and so um, I've learned a lot about how that looks and what that would take because I think it's very new to a lot of people and even foreign um, because especially in the south um, Church is church, and yep. your other part of your life is your other part of your life. And so for me, um, as a believer, I feel like everything that I do, I want it to flow out of my love for God. Um, and so those two things were huge for me, and so that's kind of how that merge started. Where um, in Lexington, then, have you also been able to choreograph outside of Cross Movement? Because mm -hmm. you've had, if you've also done, um, so you've worked with Cross Movement and all of them, but where else have you mm -hmm. choreographed yeah. for musicals and things like that? Yeah, so locally, um, I've been able to be a part of the Lexington Youth Theater. Um, I actually directed um, <laughs> years ago. Um, we did High School Musical, and so I was able to direct that, that which was so much fun. Um, yeah, so of course that and a couple other pieces, just being the choreographer for or a couple of the musicals. Um, for Lexington New Theater. Um, also very involved at Lexington Senior High School, um, doing musicals there, directed Oklahoma several years ago. We're getting ready to work on Lord Welling next year, um, Beauty and the Beast. Um, okay. We also have done Guys and Dolls and directed that. So Are these the full productions or are these like the junior productions? They're full, these full productions. Full? Awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, which has been wonderful. Um, it's a great team there. Melanie Rector at Lexington High School is phenomenal, and so I've learned so much from her. So that's been that locally. Also, um, a couple children's choirs and different children's or church programs here in Lexington. Um, but also um, had the opportunity to do some choreography for um, some uh, churches and theaters in Charlotte, um, which has been great. Um, and so that was probably about five to ten years ago, I coordinated with um, someone, an artistic director to do more of a community theater, dinner theater type venue. Um, oh, that's fun. Yeah, oh, those so really, much fun. Those are really, really fun. They are. And it was one was Christmas or centered around Christmas, and so it was just fun to have the seasonal celebration, you know, yeah. that kind of thing too. So we'll move on then to our second question, okay. which is, what is cross-movement dance's history? Mm-hmm in Lexington, North Carolina, and I guess if it went further out at all, um, where else did it go? So it started 22 years ago, yes. for sure, and you started, you said, with 15, 15 dancers? Around 15 dancers, yes. And so we'll just come, if for today's sure. purpose, 
Um, how many dancers do you have now? Um, probably around 215, maybe. Yeah. And then I'm yeah. assuming you were the first instructor. Yes, yes, and now I have about 14. Instructors. So, wow. So that, that's <laughs> yeah. a huge amount of growth. Yeah, yeah. And you're also about to start teaching at Lexington High School, yeah. which I think that's just amazing that they have a, a program for dance. That's yes, fantastic. Yes, it is, it is. Um, so in between that gap of the 15, uh-huh, uh-huh. 15 students to over 214 teachers, what do you have some moments that you really find important in your history here in North Carolina or some moments that really stand out to you and how the program grew? Yes. I think consistency is huge. I think um, especially where we are, mm -hmm. um, seeing the same dance group or ministry every year, year after year and yeah. consistency, I think that speaks a lot because whether it's that or volunteerism or other things, I think when people see the commitment um, and the constant commitment, they are willing to invest in something like that. And so I feel that me being a part of the community and getting involved helped develop relationships, which helped um, folks really feel like, oh, I can, I can trust this. I can, I see the consistency in things. Um, I think that's important. Um, I feel like um, for me, one of my biggest goals from the beginning was I knew that if if this was going to grow and the Lord was going to bless it to grow that I obviously couldn't and shouldn't do it all <laughs> you know yeah. reproducing leaders and and um, and mentoring young men and women are very important to me and so that's one of my biggest roles right now my overall goal of course is to oversee the dance ministry and the the vision for where we're going but is to reproduce leaders to be able to go and reproduce and to do what they love to do passionately with music or dance or art and so um, I try to spend time developing mentors and meeting with my teachers either weekly or bi-weekly um, and so mm -hmm. there's one gal in particular Caitlin Williams Cole who's actually the curator at the museum here in Lexington she started with me when she was eight and she is 28 now and okay. so for me to be able to just invest and pour into her as much mm -hmm. as I can um, she's already uh, an amazing woman so it's not like I can offer anything special my own but you know to be able to meet with her and help her as she grows as a young woman um, I have a young lady who was a year and a half in a little toddler class that's now 20 um, and she is one of my teachers and so stories like that of being able to pour into these girls and then wow. men as well I have some I have a particular uh, gentleman that's been with me since he was seven he's 17 now and mm -hmm. so um, I think that's probably been one of the biggest things that's helped the development of the ministry is realizing as a leader, I shouldn't and couldn't do everything. You know, my gift yeah. mix is, is my gift mix, but everyone has their gift mix. And so to be able to recognize that in other people and to put them where God has gifted them and created them to be and to watch them flourish and help them. Yeah. So that thrills my heart to see that happen um, as far as the leadership aspect of things. So do you also then have students at this point from way back mm -hmm. 20 plus years ago? Yeah. Do they have kids now? They do. That are with, <laughs> that, that's a really cool thing. That's a cool full circle. You're, you have an operation that started and 20 years later you can have their kids yes. come through and also learn. And I think that's a, 
that's a really powerful thing for the parent and for the kid. Yeah. And for you. It is. It is. It, I remember the very first summer that happened, you know, the realization of the old gray mare ain't what she used to be, <laughs> you know, came about. Yeah. Because, but um, what a blessing to see that generation, like you said. And so I actually have a grandmother, a mom, and a grandchild, like a three-generational scenario. Wow. Um, because the, the grandmother started, you know, of course, she's older than I am, but she was in my adult dance class when we first started, and then her daughter, and then a grandchild. And now even my granddaughter is a part of Cross Movement, which is... <laughs> Amazing and great. So um, that that is fun. That is just fun to to watch and just to see um, amazing things like that take place. It is neat. It's very neat. As we're on this question about your history here in North Carolina, mm -hmm. what is your favorite production or performance that you have given here mm. with Cross Movement? That's a really great question, because um, every year I'm just amazed. It's funny because I'll finish a summer and start thinking about the next summer or the next yeah. year pretty much a week or so after. Yeah. You know how that goes. Yeah, um, and sometimes that theme or idea comes pretty quickly, mm -hmm. and sometimes the Lord gives it to me later. But I know He's going to give it to me, and and that's what's fun is the process. Like I love the end result, but I love the process of creativity and I love yeah. the collaboration um, with other artists with, with things. And so one of the, my, the one that stands out the most, we did several years ago, it was on um, the Exodus. And mm -hmm. so we did um, the story of the Exodus with Moses, you know, which is so interesting now <laughs> as we look through things in life and in our world. Um, but we did that, and it was just a, it was fun to take a story that a lot of people, whether they're followers of Jesus or not, they probably may be familiar with certain aspects of the Bible, yeah. just historically. Um, and so to be able to take the parting of the Red Sea or the plagues and to mm -hmm. bring it to life, um, yeah. not only as the teacher or the dancer, it, it pulls you into a deeper understanding of the story. You know, you want to explore the characters and understand as much as possible the content behind why it was happening and yeah. all that good stuff. But it hopefully draws in the audience, too, to see words come to life. And I love that. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's, that should be the thing. And I think there's, uh, with dance and music and everything, it's all different senses mm -hmm. that we, we, you know, as audience members kind of thrive on. It's like, okay, when you go and see dance, it's a very visual mm -hmm. art mm -hmm. and it's very active on stage for the performers whereas with music you can go and see an orchestra and close your eyes mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. just sit there and take that in. and it's two very different right. scenarios so it's something like that is always I think dance is so cool because you have that benefit of having music with a story like you you have said mm -hmm. but it's also without words right and I think that is so powerful because you're watching something move mm -hmm. and you're watching a story happen. It's like watching the Nutcracker or something like that. There are no words, right. but you're watching a story progress in front of your face. And that is so different than, you know, having to sit there for story time when you're, when you're a little kid and you're in school and you know, your teacher, your kindergarten teacher is reading to you. It's like, that's really exciting. Those are all the words and they just fed it to me. Mm -hmm. Now you go and see something like you just said and the words aren't being fed to the little kid. They're just watching the actions on stage. And that is such a important skill for a kid to pick up, you know, just in terms of how they learn 
and how they can you know work in the real world. It, it's just it's yeah it's a really wonderful and powerful thing. It is, and I think that's one thing that sets apart for me with cross movement because uh, I grew up in studio dance yeah. and I and I appreciate it and love it. Um, but for me taking either scripture or topics and be able to create and collaborate as opposed to just standing there and learning a step in a dance. You know, I appreciate the process of the whole production. Let me give you an example. One thing that we're working on even this summer, Mm -hmm. last summer after we were through, I started praying again about this summer. And of course, I had no clue what this summer would look like. Um, And and God led me to a scripture in Micah 6, 8, and it says, um, to seek justice, to love mercy, and to Mm -hmm. walk humbly with God. And so... That's what we started trying to unpack and figure out what we were going to do. Well, fast forward, that is probably one of the most applicable scriptures that we could be talking about in my classes right now about justice. Um, And so we have a piece that we started working on about racial reconciliation within the church last September and October. And so the thought of the Lord, of course, knowing, obviously, what was around the bend, but for us to be able to start that piece, to start unpacking, what does that mean to seek justice? What does it mean to love mercy and walk Mm -hmm. humbly with God? To be able to unpack those words and put it to movement um, and then see where we are in life right now and how the conversations we've been able to have in class, the conversations I've been able to have one-on-one with my students have been amazing and we don't agree on everything which is okay yeah you know we and and it's really okay for me to be able I want them to know that I am more than willing for them to listen to me and I will listen to them and completely respect things you know Um, that is something that just doesn't happen anymore listening Um, is yeah if there's one skill again we can all have is just listening to one another is such an important yeah Thing. Yeah, so that's what we're working on now. We're working on a piece about racial reconciliation, and then another piece that we're working on is about human trafficking. So we don't take these, you know, and we had to be at a certain point. I wouldn't have done that 20 years ago, you know, but as no, an artist, I've grown, and then my dancers, because they have been with me, they've grown to be able to tackle these difficult pieces now. So we're doing a spoken word about human trafficking, um, which is wonderful. Where, where do you generally perform all of your works mm-hmm. where do you generally so generally it's at local churches okay. local venues yeah and then of course we are here at the smith when we're able to you know have our end of the the year mm-hmm. time but yes we also go to local rest homes um and okay. i take my younger kids um to the the rest homes to be able to dance at, at around christmas and, and easter time seasons um, I think it's important to give back into our community. You know, it is dance ministry, and so we want to minister to other people in our community, so we've done that. We've also gone to New York several times. There's an um, organization called Project Dance, which was started right after 9-11. Yes, yes. Um, And so we're involved with Project Dance. Um, and so fantastic They are. They are. In fact, Cheryl Cutlip, who's the director, she and I knew each other from high school, which is small world, yes. Yes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Uh-huh. <laughs> and so... Um, saw where she had this and so we connected and got involved with that and so that's been great to be able to go and to be able to dance in Times Square to offer inspiration and hope for you know the root of that um, or the purpose of that was to offer healing through the arts and and encouragement to the city of New York yes and I think that's such a beautiful thing um, to do so we've been able to be a part of that and then to be able to take master classes from amazing teachers for my dancers has been wonderful too that is so 
That that is that's really 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 yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, do you also then, on a more technical aspect of sure. all of this, um, with your your history of being here, is it more of a modern style that you teach, or is it ballet, or is it like a combination of both, mm -hmm. jazz, tap? What do you guys right. center around? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we offer and center around different styles, tap, which is my preference. I love, tap is my favorite. Um, ballet, more contemporary modern styles. Um, we also have um, gymnastic and acrobatic instructors that are skilled from being on competition gymnastic mm -hmm. teams. So we offer that. Um, we also have um, hip hop. I've got hip hop instructors. And so just all of that is kind of meshed together and, and depending on the piece that we're doing. Um, so the, the social injustice, the racial reconciliation piece I was telling you about, that is more of a um, ballet contemporary piece. Um, we're also doing a hodgepodge of uh, Disney Broadway medley for tap. So we're taking that. So it's a gamut. You got yeah, all of it right that's there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so that's about a seven-minute tap piece that we're doing with just a hodgepodge of things. So it kind of depends on our theme. It depends on where we are in life with the community, you know, and, and what may be, what is our community, what do we need at that yeah. point? What, what does God want to teach us through what's going on in our world right now? Um, and so one thing, going back to the potential of, of being at the amphitheater that I thought about, you know, Project Dance, of course, is a much larger scale, but I thought, wow, what a, our community needs to hear hope, you know, here in Lexington. Yes. Um, the piece, one of the songs that they're dancing to is, you will know we are Christians by our love. And unfortunately, sometimes people know what Christians are not for, you know. And, and that is very, as a believer, that bothers me, that people would know what I don't stand for rather than what I do stand for. That's what I want to resound. What, yeah. what do I stand for? I stand for a lot more than probably you think that I don't stand for, yes. you know. So um, the, the hope of what the gospel offers our community and people and myself, um, the thought of that blaring through music and through art mm -hmm. on August the 1st would be really exciting, yeah. the timing of it. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah. So we'll move on to okay. our third question now, which is, what is, we'll say, what is cross-movement dance's mm -hmm. favorite aspect of performing? Mm. And if you want to take yeah. this personally and be, sure. what is your favorite aspect yeah. of performing? Okay. Go for it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll kind of do that for me. Um, I remember, and to get to that answer, I'll have to back up just a minute. I remember I was on the dance team at UNC Charlotte, which I absolutely love. We got to travel and perform, and, and I remember this pressure of making sure I needed to nail everything, you know, yeah. and, and make weight, and, you know, all <laughs> these things that, you know, were coming at me, and um, absolutely thrived on it, though, honestly. I love mm -hmm. rehearsal. I love hard work and all that kind of stuff. But I remember when those two things came together, dance and my faith in Christ, when these things came together, there was a sense of release and freedom that I felt of, I still want to be the most excellent dancer that I can be. In fact, I feel like as, as a follower of Christ, I have, I can tap into the creator. <laughs> and so there is limitless on my creative, creative potential because of who I am focusing on. And so because of that, there was this sense of freedom that 
I want to get it right. I want to do my best. But I know at the end of the day that my heart is more important than everything else to the Lord. And so when I would get on stage, there was a sense of freedom that I felt for the first time to be able to really let go and worship and just dance and know that he was pleased regardless. If my toe was not correctly pointed the whole time, I could kick myself normally. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But now I'm like, I want my toe to be pointed and I'm going to work as hard as I can to make sure it always is pointed. But I'm not going to beat myself up. Well, yes, that, and that if I miss is, a count. So I think that's every artist. Yes. That is so important to not take yes. it personally. Right. Because it's it's your body and you as whatever vessel it may be, you know, it's as a singer, I mean, it's like, I didn't like that sound. Well, I'm the only one making that sound. It's not mm. like it's a violin. Right. And they can get a new violin. They can change the script. No, we can't do that. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's not how that works. Yeah. So... A lot of people end up taking it very personally yeah. and you dwell on some very, very, like the, the most finite details that you just, more or less at the end of the day, there's a lot of finesse. There's a lot of things you can do. You may not get all of it. And I think the whole thing is you probably won't. The goal is to work sure. as hard as you can towards it Absolutely. and accept the fact that in the imperfections, it's more about you trying because mm-hmm. you may you may get all of it. Right. That's fantastic. But if you just work mm-hmm. as hard as you can with the idea that, yeah, I'm going to point my foot. I'm going to do it. I just I don't take it personally. And if I'm not pointing my foot right now, don't shoot yourself for right. it on stage. There's no point. But next it, time I will. Yeah, it's, it's just like <laughs> yeah. we're building. And that's right. the whole thing. I think a lot of um, young performers yeah. think you've got to get it right the first time. Right. And... In a way, I know, you know, what's the external repercussion of this. Just I'm trying to better myself right now as an artist. And that's what it should be about is you're bettering yourself as an artist and a performer, not just, well, if I don't do this right, they're all going to hate me. Right. That's two very different mindsets, but both are very, I think, very, very important to recognize and one to kind of reconcile and work through. Right. So that is one of my biggest desires for my dancers is to be able to help them see that too because I see this pressure you know oh, come it in. Is, or it is definitely yeah pressure. or you know my leg is just not going to be like so-and-so's you know and so there's this pressure that my leg cannot get to my ear you know <laughs> and so for them to understand the, the greater the bigger picture of things yeah work to get that leg to your ear don't limit yourself for sure but yeah. let me give you some Let me give you some insight about how you can rest in the fact that, you know what, maybe that's not it, but your creative and emotion that comes out when you dance, find their strength, their passion, Yes. and and what they're passionate about. Because if you're passionate about it, I don't have to make someone want to work hard, you know what I mean? No, exactly. That's the thing about (laughs) being an artist. They don't, you already like what you're doing, and and that should never leave. That's the thing. It's like... Remember why you like doing it because right. then you really aren't working a day in your life. That's right. You're, you're just, you yeah. are actually being a performer. Right. And that is what, it's just what you're driven to do. Yeah. Um, so we'll now move on into, and this, we actually just barely kind of touched on this, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's one piece of performance advice that mm-hmm. you would have? So let's, let's give you a scenario then. Um, We'll give you two, but the first one is if I had a young, like, 
I'll put the kid in like middle school. So okay. we'll say like seventh grade. I have like a seventh grader come to you. Mm -hmm. They've never danced in their life, but they want to try it. Sure. What advice do you have for that seventh grader who's going to try to audition for you? If mm -hmm. you could talk to them right before they walked in to dance mm -hmm. for you mm -hmm. or take a class with you, what would you want to say to them? Right. That's a great question because I do have that. You know, I have folks that come that are have never had middle school is great and middle school yeah. can be such a challenging time anyway so um, I think one of the things I would say and I have said is um, do you enjoy dancing do you what do you enjoy about dancing and just kind of find out you know why they want to possibly learn and pursue um, just let go of any expectations that you may have of yourself mm -hmm. at the time and just come in and have fun and learn the best that you can but give me your all. One of the things that I want each of my dancers to do, I say this phrase a lot, don't dance inside yourself. You know, whenever you're, yeah. you're so internal, I can't see what you want to project or what you're trying to project. So dance outside yourself. So if you have to lift that arm, really lift that arm. Give me as mm -hmm. much energy you can with that one arm. Don't feel like you have to hit a triple pirouette, <laughs> but just hit the one arm with so much energy, so much passion, so much focus that I feel it just as much as if you would have nailed a triple pirouette, <laughs> you know? Um, and I feel those things. So that would be passion for what you're doing and moving, whether it's dance or singing, acting, just living, yeah. <laughs> you know, life. Um, there's so much good and beauty in life. And so um, come in it with, you know what? I may not know all the steps. I may not be a seasoned dancer at all, but I'm going to give them my best. And that's all I can ask for. So then if I had one of your current dancers, mm -hmm. let's say, and you were about to do a performance, mm -hmm. what would you tell them right before they went on stage? Mm-hmm. Um, so if, if they're a seasoned dancer, I know then that their technique is, is probably on point. You know, they're ready to go. Yeah. And so at that point, I would look at them and say, I want you to enjoy what you're getting ready to do. I want you to really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I want you to truly just worship, you know, if whatever the piece is about. If, if it's about, you know, the connectedness that you have in your walk with the Lord, I want you just to pretend that's just the two of you. I just want you to dance for him. I want it to be an audience of one. Don't worry about the outside thoughts. Let it go. And I want you to focus on the beauty of your relationship and just let that movement flow because it will. You yeah. know, if, if you've been trained, it's like I was telling some of my dancers this past week, actually, they were getting a little frustrated because we were doing, you know, the tendu on quads for the 50 millionth time or whatever. And I said, you know, we practice because muscle memory is very important as a dancer. Yes. My son is a tennis player and he would hit tennis balls for hours, hours. But he knew that this particular swing had to be a certain way to accomplish what he needed to accomplish. And I told him as a dancer... When, when I need your foot to go a certain way, the more we practice it, the more your body will learn and internalize and it will be muscle memory. Yeah. And so when you get that muscle memory and then you get ready to dance, you're going to be able to put it there and really focus on the heart of what you're worshiping as opposed to the step. Did I do it right? Well, my body knows I did it right because I've been training for hours about it, right? So those, those are kind of things I would probably share with the them. The worst thing <laughs> on stage is just to sit there, and it, it's the most telling moment as a performer because you do it, and you're not sure if you did it right, and the moment on stage that you have is 
did I just do that right? Yeah. You are not in the moment at all. Yeah. It has sucked you. It has yeah. sucked you right out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so that's, that's great. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> and our final question that we mm -hmm. always have is why do you guys like the Smith? Mm -hmm. Well, and I would say we love the Smith. I'd even change that <laughs> word. Um, the Smith has been, it's been home for 20 some years. I mean, the first probably three or four years we weren't here just because of our size. Um, so 17, 18 years maybe we've been here. Mm -hmm. And um, so we've seen a lot happen and a lot change over the years. Um, it's a beautiful building. We love the space, um, the beauty of just being in, uh, in an auditorium that looks the way it looks is wonderful. Um, it has great dressing rooms and it's got the lighting and the sound and all those things. And I think watching a piece come to life when you get to the stage and able to put all the other things like the multimedia or the lighting, the sound and um, props and all those things, it just creates this larger than life environment. And so I appreciate having a space like the Smith to be able to come and, and do that. Not all towns have this luxury. I mean, it is a privilege to have this in our town. That's what I... It really is. I try to tell people constantly, yeah. you guys, you have a fly system and a pit. Mm. And that's both inside of, I think it's 1140-ish seats that we right. have. So not every town has that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, the fact that you can have things come up and down, the fact that you can have a pit lower and put people in it. Yes. The fact that we have a scene shop. Yes. To me is like just. It's amazing. That's the one that blows my mind, honestly, is you come in here and then you can go downstairs and it's just, I mean, it's just a whole bunch of mm -hmm. sets and props from all of these shows from so many past years. We have costume shop. Yes. Upstairs. Yes. It's, we have a lot of stuff. We do. That can be used. And I think it's important to recognize it because I am sure, I, I am sure if you go around even further in this county or in other counties here in North Carolina, you won't always find what you can find here. That's right. Um, so we say thank you. Mm -hmm. Always, always thank you for constantly coming Absolutely. back. Um, well, thank and, you for having us because, you, okay. <laughs> you know, that's an option too. Oh, we don't want that group there. But and then I want to say just to piggyback on what you said too, not only the resources, but the people, you know, our, our current executive director, I mean, Susie Zimmerman is amazing, is phenomenal. And yeah. she has done a tremendous job of, um, we have a wonderful facility, but like any facility organization, um, respecting property, making sure that we are doing what we need to do to take care of our facility is yes. really important. And so I have appreciated her vision um, and her desire to make that happen. And, and for all the other groups that work here together, mm -hmm. um, I've seen that cohesion. You know, that's, yes. that can be tricky too. Um, but I will say that every group that is here regularly has been wonderful to work with for, for us. And so I appreciate that a lot. It is. And it's an exciting, it's exciting to be a part of something like that in our community. I just want yes. our community to see that more and to get involved and excited. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think it's happening. Unfortunately, change is, is hard for communities sometimes. Yes. 
and yes. it takes time. And I kind of that going back to my comment about consistency, you know, with cross yes. movement. Yes. This is an example of that, I think. And so her commitment and consistency is going to pay off, and it is paying oh, off yeah. already. Oh, it's, it's already, yeah, yeah, it already it's is. It's already starting to pay yeah. off totally. But it's just so nice to have. Again, we have groups that are consistent here. Everyone is such a pleasure to work with. Um, and again, I've worked with you twice on a mall, and it was really, really fun. It was just awesome. And thank you, thank you so much thank for taking you. the time out of your day to come over here and to do this interview. I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us for our third episode of Showcase at the Smith. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you. And that concludes this episode of Showcase at the Smith. Thank you for joining us today. Episodes will be posted frequently throughout the coming months. To find out exactly when, keep up with us on our Facebook page or our Instagram at Smith in Lex. Thanks to everyone for their support. I'm your host, Logan Weber. Music provided by David Vess. Edited and produced by Logan Weber and the Edward C. Smith Civic Center here in Lexington, North Carolina. Stay safe and see you next time.